My name is Mark Fratto, and I'm the voice of the Washington Commanders at FedEx Field. You're listening to the Command This Podcast with Steve, Dev, and Phil. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Thank you for tuning in for another episode of Command This. It is Monday, 13th of November. It's time for our post-game weekly live stream. And uh, this is episode 234 for us, for your boys. We're calling this one Big D or Little D kind of focusing on the defense here but to help us bring in this episode we'd like to have our boy mr big doug coming on from the douglas big douglas show douglas mccray doug thank you for joining us man doug 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 true story that was written for me little d on sunday big d today Something. There you go. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So thank you for joining us, Doug. We, we appreciate you, man. Um, and, and like we do with, with all of our um, guests, first and foremost, if you're watching this, uh, please make sure you you go subscribe to Doug's channel. It's already in the description. The link is already is already in this video description. So just go down and uh, click on that and make sure you're subbed up to uh, Doug's channel. But uh, Doug, for all of our, our uh, listeners here who we'll catch this now or on the replay, uh, we always want to hear everyone's fan stories, even people of other teams. It doesn't matter uh, what fan they're of. Clearly, you're a fan of the Commanders. Uh, just tell us how you became a fan of, of the Washington Commanders. What's your what's your origin story for being a fan? Well, that's interesting. My dad was in the Navy, so we moved around a lot. And he, was, they, he wasn't necessarily huge into sports, so we kind of picked up – me and my brother picked it up later – uh, Doug Williams was the first kind of Super Bowl that I remember watching as a kid, like uh, staying up long enough to finish that Joker off. And yeah. uh, and then when we when we finished where we were at, we we grew up Georgia Bulldog fans. We my grandparents were from Athens, so we always watched college football. But down in, if you know anything about Georgia and the Athens area, like they're not really into NFL teams. It's mostly all college down there. So when we when my dad retired, it was to Woodbridge, Virginia. And so we had always kind of been like partial, I think, Skins fan. Like if, if somebody asked you who your favorite team was, it was still the Skins. But then when, when we kind of settled there, we really got back into it and and really just been fan ever since. That's awesome. Yeah, and Phil and I were had the pleasure of uh, attending opening day versus the Cardinals, and we saw you there in person for the first time, which was which was pretty awesome. Man, yeah, I haven't been to the stadium in forever. It was fun. Had a good yeah, time. Good to see you, man. That, that's fantastic. Um, yeah, I was on Doug's show earlier. Thank you for having me. That was awesome. Phil was on there yeah. last week, I think. Um, always putting out great yes. content, and you are a busy, busy man, uh, Doug. I must say, man, I, I love all the different content, all the different uh, guests you bring on from a wide swath of uh, experience. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, I feel fortunate to have the guests that come on, and I beat them down to get on the show, but uh, now nah, I enjoy doing it. We have a lot of fun. Yeah, that's awesome. Our boy Yam says, uh, just checking in a couple chats here, says, little JDR, flaccid flat, for frogs of the fogey, forgot framing for fruitful football, need to get the F out of town. Is that uh, alliteration? Is that what we call it? 
That's a lot of alliteration. I think F is the current um term I'm, too, I'm too H to be reading all those F words, man. I don't <laughs> even know what that is, bro. Um, Yam says, have class soon, but if here, of course, I can. Thank you, Yam. We really, we really appreciate you. Uh, Facebook user, I believe this is uh, That's Greg Delaney. Greg Delaney, thank you for tuning in, Greg. We, we appreciate you. Um, Yam does say, uh, the big pick of Doug when he was 23 is legit amazing. You know, I saw your picture uh, last a couple days ago about just reminiscing. I don't know what the occasion I'm, was. I'm and I was like, ah, let me find a picture with some hair. And uh saw your picture too. That's, that's good I, stuff. I dropped an embarrassing photo of myself. You know, we all yeah. had hair back then. Some I don't know why dude, George Foster was posted a picture about like put a picture of yourself when you were 19 and then one of you at like 23. So there's a yeah that 19 is young probably closer to 18. And then and then the 23 I had super long hair. I always had long hair most all my life then I cut it off. Yeah, what made, what made you cut it off? What, so that picture was real hair, then, huh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Boy, the Lord cut our hair. You know what I'm saying? The Lord cut my Stephen Fields hair. You know what I'm saying? A long time ago. Yeah, yeah but I got a I got a buddy who the Lord cut his off too. And he always gets mad at me every time I cut mine. I had dreads down to my shoulders in my 30s, man. Since I was yeah. like 41, 42, it was over, man. We just weren't destined to have it, man. It faded yeah. away like uh like our hopes and dreams for this year. By my mid-30s, I, I was just shaving it every time. Yeah. Yem says, I had a mini keg at 23, but at least the girls liked it then. Not so much now. A uh, couple other two Facebook yeah, I've had a comments in here. Uh, Thomas Lumberjack O'Neill from Facebook says, howdy, boys. And Chris Reese says, I thought they played a hell of a game. Yeah, we'll, we'll get that here in a second. Uh, so getting right into it, uh, Doug, what's your just initial vibes here from from um, from the game how do you feeling? You you happy? You sad? Did, did the boys give it their best? What's what's your just your general thoughts on on the game here before we jump into it? My thing, trying to figure out whether the boys gave it their best is the problem, right? Like, I mean, that's that's why I'm mad. If we're having a good discussion about whether they, uh, you know, the, the quarterback has moxie or the team <laughs> playing with gusto, uh, never a good thing. I do not think the quarterback's playing. Uh, with Moxie, you know, I think that is a derogative term. So I'm just, just oh, yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely a word only used on white people for sure. <laughs> I've always never that. been a black dude with Moxie ever. Never. No, it, Taylor started it all. That's our Taylor Heineke uh, emote. There. Uh, nice. Yes. <laughs> Isn't it when I, his name pops up? We're like, ah. they're they're an average team playing average football. Yeah, I think you know. That's I would, fair. I wish they weren't. I wish they were playing better we and we discussed this a little bit earlier they're they're playing you know they were supposed to be playing great defense while the offense got caught up that's one of the highest flying offenses in the league and we're begging for the defense to make plays with 53 seconds left and that, to me that that's the brutal thing right absolutely absolutely 53 um, seconds left it, it it's so tough so the final score 26 29 uh, we talked about this last week on the preview. I think the the, the Seattle was favored. Was it three and a half? I think six at home, six and a half at home. Um, so they they clearly were favored to win. Uh, it was a lot closer than most people. The, the commanders covered. Uh, if you played a bet and laid laid the uh, laid the points, uh, you, you should have won some money, and hopefully you did. Uh, but but Sam Howell was 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 great. I think. Uh, for the most part, uh, finished up with 29 for 44, 312, three touchdowns, 
no interceptions, quarterback rating of 109.3. Brian Robinson, uh, 38 yards on the ground, uh, another 119 in the air as a receiver. And we'll we'll go over a couple, quick couple plays here. Antonio Gibson was the second leading receiver with uh, five for forty two and a touchdown. Deami Brown two for forty one um, and a touchdown. And then Logan Thomas, my boy Logan, five for forty. Terry McLaurin four for thirty three. John Bates three for twenty one. Uh, Pringle had one catch for seven. Curtis had two catches for six. Alex Armour one for three. And Jamison Crowder and Jahad Dotson had no catches and a couple of drops. Uh, Joyce Sly, two for two, uh, missed an extra point, and Tress was Tress. He did his he did his thing. We had a couple sacks along the way. Actually, just one. Uh, John Allen had a sack. Um, but from the Seahawks standpoint, Geno Smith, he was struggling all year. Uh, hadn't had a really crazy game. He was thirty-one for forty-seven, three sixty-nine, and two touchdowns with a quarterback rating of one hundred three point nine. Uh, Kenneth Walker, 63 yards on the ground. Zach Charbonnet, 44 yards on the ground. And DK was DK, seven catches, uh, 98 yards. Tyler Lockett proved after he got bang, bang by Forbes, uh, eight for 92 and a touchdown. Kenneth Walker, one catch, 64 yards and a touchdown. Um, pretty even uh, time of possession. Uh, time of possession was, I want to say, I think it was 29 Um let me pull up, pull up the uh, time of possession here, but uh, 29 to th- 29 to 32, 33, something like that. If I, if I remember correctly, team comparisons. Okay. Time of total time of possession was 29 and 33 for the commanders 30, 27 for Seattle. So um, very, very, even I the, said uh, you had, you had to dominate time of possession to win this game. Yeah. Straight up. So it, it is frustrating. Uh, Doug, we just went over the numbers here. Any of those numbers jump out at you? Or are you shocked to see something that happened, didn't happen either way, those stats? I mean, I was shocked for Brian Robinson, right? I mean, it's a huge <laughs> yeah. game in the passing. Not that we didn't think that the offense wasn't capable of putting up yards like this in the running game. You know, the number that sits out to me is four for Terry McLaurin. Right. You tell me the last time you've seen Stephon Diggs get four targets in a game, right? Jamar Chase, is he getting four catches in a game? They feed him. There's no way that you have, unless unless Terry isn't one of those guys, and that's a conversation that we can have if you like, but if you feel that he is or anywhere close, like why don't they make sure that he gets the targets that number one receivers typically get? So, to me, of all the numbers that you read out there, four catches for Terry is Dotson has zero. Yeah. Well, there you go. And, yeah. and I've, 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 always thought that, I've always thought that McLaurin was the worst $23 million receiver in the league, bro. I've always thought that. I've always thought that we paid too much for him. And I've always thought he was good enough to be an all-star. But I thought, hey, man, I get that he's good. He's the best player on our team on offense. But name another receiver that makes $23 million is worse than him. Or better that that he's better than, yeah. clearly better than. Not like maybe or it's a toss up. I mean, he's clearly better than. There's not one, you know. Maybe Christian Kirk, but like I he's said, that's, like 17, 18, I think. Like I said, yeah, like Bro, either way, I, I'm with you. I, I'm with one. and like and, and AJ Brown. AJ Brown's on a team that's got plenty of weapons, and he's yeah. still commanding huge target shares. Well, statistically speaking, you know, look at who he's around. He's still 
He's not putting up the he's not putting up AJ Brown numbers. All right, AJ Brown, who who I put him in the same category in until this year. All right, AJ Brown never showed me what we what we're now seeing from him this he year. Last year too, bro. Not, no, he not like that. Look, if you look at numbers, they they were putting up very similar stuff. It's just that I think that's kind of the enemy offense without Tyreek Hill. The enemy spreads the ball around. The only time it really force fed anybody was was when he had Tyreek Hill at wide receiver. And again, what was he calling plays? Whatever. You know, well, that Kelsey got about eighty catches. Well, our tight ends get a lot of looks too. Yeah, we just have multiple tight ends instead of just one. But we spread the ball around a lot. That's just what we do. And I think that better to have a Terry McLaurin because Terry comes up with the clutch catches when we need him to much more often than not. The only time we haven't seen he hasn't was the Philly game where he had the two drops, which was uncharacteristic for him. He yeah. comes through when we need him, and that's kind of uh, the biggest thing, I think. McLaurin, is that, McLaurin's like A.J. Brown when he was in Oiler or Titan. <laughs> Uh, real quick, we're going to go through four quick plays here very quickly through Next Gen Stats. Shout out to Next Gen Stats here. This is the uh, Brian Robinson 51 yard. So this is a perfect example of Sam uh, playing off script, eluding, eluding the rush and uh, just getting it out to Brian. Changing Robinson. the arm angle, which was which we, we've seen all season. And remember, be, before the season started, there's some guy who says, well, I don't think Sam Hell could be good because he can't change his arm angle. Bull. Yeah. It, it, you can see he he quickly baits the baits the uh, running backs in and uh, I mean the linebackers in and just makes the adjustment. Moore was wide that, open, by the way. Was he? Yeah, but, but wide open, like the whole time, the whole time, open, like now, open, 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 open. No, 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 run that back. That's probably that easier back. throw. That was probably an easier stop, throw stop, too. Stop right there. Stop right there. Open. Throw well, it, had, about that. Oh, that's a right hash in the middle, dog. Open. Remember, Dev, he was about to get sacked. He, I know, get right there. He's still open, though. When he, he's open still. He's still open. Still open. Still open. He, yeah. He ducked down. He came up and then went to the left. Late when Hal would have had to turn his whole body to make that throw. He's already running at this point. Oh, no. Yeah. That looks like an easier throw than he threw. He still got it, though. I know, I know this thing. When he threw that touchdown, I thought we were getting ready to roll on him. I did, too. So did I. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, it's good cooking today. Yep. No. Uh next play very quickly. So this was uh, Antonio Gibson to the right for 19 yards. I'm sorry, wrong, 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 wrong. Terry's open on this play too. I remember this too. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, I'm out of order here. Um no, sure. Terry's open on that one too. Watch it. No, we're trying to keep it in the right order here. And this one is not the right order either because StreamYard doesn't take your tabs in accordance with the order you have them in but you know what we're just gonna we're just gonna go in the way they have it so uh this one's in the fourth quarter this is sam howell antonio gibson this is a to the right for it for a 19 yard touchdown um you can see he's under he's under duress about to get sacked hits uh antonio gibson in the i guess the right ha uh, right sideline uh, it's on one-on-one -on, -one on a linebacker that's um, a tough throw bro that's a very tough throw Throws a dot. Running backs did did great. Uh, Doug, what do you think about the running backs uh, being used as receivers? Yeah, well, I thought they'd be used even more. I said all off season that the number was like uh, nine 
for Jarek McKinnon at uh for Kansas City last year. That's second that that nine is for touchdowns, receiving touchdowns on the team last year. So I expected that it'd be Gibson, but they said all along they liked Robinson in training camp with his hands and he showed a little bit this year. So I've actually been surprised we haven't seen them more in the screen game. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh let's get to some comments here. Phil, you might have to tell us to name some of these people. So, hey, everyone, what is going on with the commanders? That might be the team. Oh, I w- I'd actually been flipping around different. <laughs> okay. oh, let me get back. I'll I have it exactly, up to you. Um, I'll tell you exactly who they, who they are. Just give me one. So Sam, is, Sam is winning. The rest is not, but I'm waiting on the rest of the season. Uh, another one says, this is Chris Reed. Uh, we got to remember Ron was running daycare instead of football team before the new owners got there. He can coach. I think he's going to see uh, see a different, but get rid of both pass rushers was stupid. Yeah, I'm I think Ron, I think Ryan. That was Chris Reed that said man. that. It's just it's just um, voice. Tia Holloway yeah. said that uh, Sam is winning the rest of the season, but okay. but winning, but the rest is not. Um, she's one one. Know what's going on with the Commanders? Well, what's going on is is that. Uh, Stay tuned for Thursday. We can throw the ball. Wait, wait, we'll talk about the Giants, or we'll talk about the Giants game on Thursday. Yeah. What's going on is that the only, the, thing that, the only thing that's working consistently is the passing game because the defense isn't being consistent at all. Although I will say this, I know this multiple times in our wonderful Washington Football Addicts game thread. The real blitz is a lot more these days. Still not enough, man. Not enough. Blitz a lot more though. I told you this what this would happen. That once he's not doesn't have the talent to lean on, he's going to actually start getting a little more exotic, start doing things. We saw a lot more blitzing than we had seen before. Yeah, at the end of the and game. That's the thing that's that's <laughs> you, you're hopeful that it continues, but at the same time you're irritated because it wasn't happening before. You have talent. Why not do all these wonderful blitzes with that talent and get better results? But, you know, whatever. We can't, you know, that, that that's – now we're just yeah. you know wondering why we didn't do something before. Let's talk about what we could do forward now. I mean, I think that more of those exotic blitzes would put us in better positions early. Now, sometimes it, it hurt us, but other times it didn't. They didn't uh, pressure Gino for three quarters, though. That's the problem. That's the problem. Um, but it's promising, just like you said. Maybe he'll go back and review the film like, oh, damn, this actually works. So. Uh, yeah, Marcus Edlin says, I love how the passes are spread, uh, the ball around. I'm more concerned about being balanced. Shout out to Marcus Edlin, uh, hardest working man on social media. Doug shares your stuff too. Uh, make sure you're on Doug's, excuse me, Marcus's uh, Sports View 2 group on Facebook, sharing all the good commanders content. So we really appreciate it. Uh, Brian Butler on YouTube says, I uh, like that vintage skin set. Appreciate it. This is my trapper hat. Deb threw his trapper hat on too. Uh, I got a commander's trapper hat. It was on sale really cheap after a win. It's like 65% off. It's not good at all. I don't like it. So I tried to change oil in this hat and got oil out on it. That's why yeah. I'm wearing more. Yeah. Uh, he also says Seattle played some pretty tight defense in the secondary. Sam completed some tough throws. He did, man. He he did complete, complete some tough throws. Uh, I do want to get to one more one more piece of uh, video here. Well, animated video uh, that we can talk about with Doug, and then uh, we'll, we'll move on to the next piece. So... This this was the one I was talking about. So we saw Sam Howe improvise, and he he the first one we showed wasn't him him scoring. It was just to Brian Robinson for a huge gain. And what did they do? They turned around and did it again, <laughs> which is which was pretty awesome. So we're gonna well, watch that was it again. The first one was a, the huge game was just I'm doing sorry it again. 
Yes, it was the same. It was the same play ran twice. That that's mm-hmm. that's that's the same moral exact of play. The story. Yeah, um, that, that it was, was the bad. same exact. Here's the thing: the, the Seahawks. If you look, same exact blitz. Yeah, it sure was. Because they, you see, they got their pressure. All, oh, by the way, you ever notice all these pressures come off the right side? <coughs> Wiley. Yeah. Yes, Wiley, Wiley, Wiley. He said that uh, he said that they saw some of the defense they could exploit. That's what caused those two plays to be open. Yeah, this was the one that just went for fifty-one. For, but he ba- look how he just this is this is such veteran savvy. He baits these linebackers into coming in on him because he's because he is mobile. Yeah, for sure. Uh, here's the thing thing that irritates me all right we heard this complaint from a lot of people sam sam takes all these sacks blah 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 because he doesn't throw the ball to the running back what did i see with a little bit of social media i was on last night before i said i can't i'm going to lose my mind i see people saying oh well sam gets all these garbage yards because he just dumps off to the check down one of the complaint that he didn't, and he was taking sacks because he wouldn't. Now that he does, oh, it's just garbage stats because he just dumps off to the check down. Yeah. So, Doug, you you saw you you saw the stat line. What, what's your impression of Sam Howell's growth, especially over the last I don't know three games? Well, it's been it's been big, and the sack rate's been way down. I think Seth Walter put I looked at it right before we went, but it was like. I mean, he was way above average on taking him. He's way below average the last couple of games. To me, that's the key to the whole thing. What I found interesting is, and I must admit, I didn't think it was going to work, was this idea that there's two schools of thought, I guess, on how you can develop a young quarterback, right? Give him a strong run game so that you're eliminating the amount of throws that he has, thereby limiting the amount of mistakes he can make. Okay. That is not that is not what this group decided to do, right? Fifty plus passes a game, and it's like, no, here it is. We need you to see a lot of looks fast, and by all accounts, he doesn't make a whole lot of them two or three times in a row. He's a film junkie, so I guess the idea was the more plays you can put out there on film for him to look at, the faster you can actually move his growth along. I don't know that we've seen it done like this very often. No. Certainly not with the effectiveness. Listen, we're halfway through a football season, so I get it. But the numbers are what they are. They're astronomical. Some of that obviously has to do with how many dropbacks he's taken. Like I said, I don't know how many times we've seen it done. I don't know that we've ever seen it done to this degree of effectiveness. But it's been something to watch. I know that. Yeah, and to your comment, it – Earlier in the game, it was 80, I think it was 81 19. I did the math. It ended up being 72, um, 72% of the plays were passes. And so 28, 28. And that's what it's going to be. So for fans saying they wish they'd be run the ball more, that ain't it, buddy. So keep it moving because that's just not what this is going to be about, at least not this year. Right. That's what I it wish is. they would. I wish they would try to get a little more balance early and keep defenses honest so that way it opens up the pass later like and everybody says oh we can't run the ball well no we can't run the ball whenever they do those those long developing counters out of shotgun and then you know it's like no but we know so when we lap on our center and we hand the ball off off tackle or you go off guard you know we seem to get yards out of that 
And our running backs like to run. They're tough. They they carry defenders with them. They break tackles. They move. They finish runs forward. When they get that that just that little head of steam heading into yeah. the line, we we've seen it multiple times, and we've pulled off a lot of great bootlegs off of that same look. I just wonder when do you say, okay, Sam, you've thrown the ball enough. You've developed to a certain point. Let's help you out with at least a little more complimentary run game. Not as, I mean, I, we're never going to go 50, 50. I get that. This is the modern NFL. You don't, but maybe take it down from a 70 some percent pass rate to in the 60% range. Maybe. I don't know. What do you think? But like, even, it, even, it, that even would at least help. 75, 25, Phil run those 25 at the right time. It's always the bad you know when we we needed some to kill some clock against the eagles what did we do we did passing and all we did was give them two extra timeouts by running yeah. two incomplete short passes and we gave them two extra timeouts by having the clock so that's what i'm talking about it doesn't you, 75 25 eb that's your thing i got it just run those 25 at, at the right time when you need to be in first and 10 from the shotgun it, it, don't do it every time we we all see it as fans we know all right here comes a run the only time the only time shotgun runs work is if we hand it off and the run and the running back is designed to go up the middle. Right. That's stuff where it's like we're gonna because you you can't ask this offensive line to just sit there and hold blocks, hold blocks, hold blocks. No. When it's quick, move forward moving, that's when they seem to do well. You know what? And and, and guess what? As, as someone who played offensive line in a heavy run attack, I love it. I hate the slow developing stuff. You know, unless I was doing a tackle pull uh, that that I loved because I was an offensive tackle. I liked getting out there and, you know, just hammering away on, a, on an unsuspecting corner. But that's because I got to hit someone small for once. It says to hit somebody who's my size or bigger. But normally you, know, you, you like something that just quick develops because all you got to do is get that block going enough for the running back to get past you. That, yeah. That's the goal. Yeah. Uh, Marcus says uh, Alex Armour can be a weapon on offense, passing and blocking. Yeah, he sure can. Marcus says 60 40. That's that's not bad. And Ryan Elias from Facebook, thanks for joining us. What's up, boys? Hey, Ryan, flip over to uh, flip over to YouTube and hit that like button for us if you could, man. We appreciate it. Uh, Doug, overreaction Monday. So, hey, this is a segment where you know it doesn't have to be, it can be crazy, it can be insanity. It's overreaction Monday. So, what is your overreaction monday as the commanders lose to the seahawks 26 29 and we are now sitting at four and six four and five i'm, I'm having a brain fart quickly either before, way quickly before i do that uh, the alex harm i think is interesting and and it, it's interesting because they'll put him on the field with john bates and and i always think oh well, this is definitely going to be a running play right <laughs> But then also at the same time, I think to myself, man, if they run Bates and Arm out here and run the ball, like everybody knows we're going to run the ball. So at what point, like, where is the line of deceivery and trickery where you're yeah, like, I'll run my heavy package out, but I'm never going to throw out of my heavy package because you know I'm going to run out of my heavy package. So I'll throw it. It's like the old Princess Bride scene, right? Where it's like, uh, which one is which. So I don't know. I think it's an interesting concept because I always see those guys coming out and I think, all right, we're going to really smash them on this play. And it's not, it's usually always a play action, but it usually always works too. Yeah. We did it with Logan Paulson. Um, you know, if you remember Robert's 2012 season, we did it with Logan Paulson. We did it with uh, yeah. uh, Darrell Young and uh, the out of the fullback position. So yeah, 
it's it's a little bit of a trickery that we just don't see. Um, yeah. So what about over overreaction oh. Monday? What, what do you what do you think about that? I I love uh, the idea that we're going to throw the ball more. <laughs> this is what I think. I think next game we'll run the ball five times. Five <laughs> times all game. Put it in your parlays? Yes, put it in the parlay. A team under. I don't know what the odds are for the team under uh, five carries. No, I think I think I think EB in the in the offense will continue scoring over twenty five, and that you know we're at this point we're we're looking at what the two of them can do, and not what the team can do. I think right. I think it's oddly enough last week when we beat the Patriots, most of the people I talked to on social media were can. Vince, we were back on the the uh, playoff train. As crazy as, as it sounds, the NFC is so bad that I'm not sure we're still out of it. But um, this is what we're going to do. I think we're, we're unfortunately going to waffle back and forth each week between whether it's draft time or whether we're still in this thing. That's what this team does. You know, they're no good for their Novembers. I mean, I, I don't know how many more wins we're going to get. I can barely find one or two more wins for the rest of the year. It looks like two. Yeah, two is two is uh we got Giants, Dallas, Dolphins, Rams, Jets, San Francisco, and Dallas again. So. I think we got three. I think yeah. I think Dallas might be resting them at the end of the year too. I that's think we got three. That's the second one. It nah, could be. I think I think we got the Rams. I think we got Giants. I mean, look, I don't I'm not gonna have us beating the Giants, by the way. I'm not I'm just gonna tell you that now. I'm not gonna have us ever beating the Giants until, until we, we beat the Giants. Right. So but we, should, but we should beat the Giants. Keep it real. We should be only ten point favorites against the Giants. When's the last be time you seen that? Well, Seattle right. was only uh, yeah. Um, I think we beat the uh, Rams. I think we get. I think we get both Cowboy games. Both. The Cowboys are actually on fire lately, man. man they want to be good for what they played against the Giants, bro. They did. We lost to the Giants, so yeah. We always they're our kryptonite. It's like how we always play real good against the Eagles for some reason. Yeah. Recently, but we don't, you know, we could we could be undefeated. The Giants, the, the Giants are like, it's like this. This is our luck against the Giants. We could have a a bucket of 99.99% pussy. And if you put your hand in it, you'll pull out dick every time. That's us versus the Giants, bro. Yeah. That was awful. Right on yeah. cue. <laughs> That's what Dev brings to the show. While you're at it, Dev, give us your overreaction Monday. Oh shit! I forgot we had that list of. Um, yes. See, overreaction Monday. Saint Juice is is god awful. That's the overreaction. Yeah. Which half? Yeah, so he's like a he's like a, what's Two Face's name on Batman? Jekyll and Hyde. Harvey Dent. <laughs> that's his. That's his new. That's his new name, Harvey Dent. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's true. That's him. You got it. Um. Ryan says uh, EB will be better off next year, better off with the run once we add one or two more O linemen. I'm excited for next year, that being premature going into week 11. Um, oh, also said not sure too late for the overreaction, but people killing EB for the play calling. I truly think he's running the Chiefs offense and throwing to the running backs and praying for a big run. It's Andy Reid's offense, the West Coast offense, but eventually I would like to say, we talked about this on Doug's show earlier, it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's the Eric Bieniemy offense, but at the end of the day, it's a West Coast offense. You know what I mean? It's the concepts are the same, and um, 
we hope that whatever happens that someone could come in and install a West Coast offense. Uh, Marcus's overreaction is we are out of the playoffs. That's mine too. That we're out of the playoffs by week come December 5th and Ron's gone. That's my overreaction. We're four and six, oh and three in the division. Sure, it could happen, but that's my you overreaction. Think, think Ron, you said you thought think Ron's gone after the bye week or before? During, during. Usually, when the people I, get canned, yeah, it's right. I mean, that, that bye, yeah, yeah. I don't. I mean, that's my overreaction. Is it going to happen? I think we not. should know the last three games matter after the bye. Probably week, not. I yeah, I, it's not going to happen. That's why it's overreaction. Phil, what's your overreaction? God, I'm going in the opposite direction. Um, we played. A team that is currently in the playoffs, tied for their division lead. Six and three. Six and three. A team we played this team that's that's supposedly a solid playoff team. We took them to the wire. Should have come out with a win. We didn't. You know, finding ways to snatch defeat from the jaws of victory. But once again, we played a really good team, really, really, really tight. And I feel like you can build off of that kind of momentum. I yeah. know there's no moral victories and all losses are losses. But if you know you played well, the parts that you play well, you can keep that rolling. The offense seems to have gotten themselves back on track. We've scored 31, 24, 26 points, which is better than what we had been doing. And we've done yeah. that against um Three good defenses. The Patriots' defense is good. This is their offense is horrible. Um, you know, we did that against we did against Philly, who's the best team in the NFC. We did it against the Patriots, who have a good defense. We did it against Seahawks, who have a defense that is not statistically good, but player for player is really good. Um, so we played three teams in a row with really good defenses, and we scored points on them. And I think that most of our games. Moving forward, unless we're playing against an elite, elite defense, San Francisco, um, it's going to be shootouts all the way. And if we can get the defense to play mediocre enough, because mediocre will be an improvement, um, we could still find ourselves in the playoff hunt because this NFC is wide open. We're still tied for the spot outside the last wild card spot with Atlanta because Atlanta lost and we owned a tiebreaker over them. Only thing is we're now two games behind that spot instead of one. Yeah. So I feel like that all you need is do is get on a run. And if you're playing good teams like the Eagles and the Seahawks, as close as we are, when you're this close to beating both of those teams, it means that the margin of error was not that great. You just need to close that margin, and you've got what, yourself a playoff team. What's this? What's this? Everybody loves Lewis Riddick thing every year. We hear about the right? I was trying to get that, to this. That is my spirit animal. I was just thinking that. If Natia, Lewis Riddick was so good, how come he never gets an interview? No one ever interviews him, bro. Not one. Great analyst on ESPN. That's the Natia yeah, always say. Clean house. Yeah, didn't didn't, Lewis didn't Riddick the Raiders the try that whole deal when they – Got what's Matt May? Well, they got Mike, uh, Mike May. May. I mean, at least at least Lewis was in front offices. I get that, but now my brother says this all the time. He's like, if Lewis Riddick was so great, how come he hasn't gotten one interview before? Right. Of course, they said the same thing about Vietnamese. So I don't know. Yeah, he was in the Redskins front office. He was in our front office. Yeah. Uh, I just think at this point, he even said it 
on one of his shows. Like, I think the game is not past me, but he goes, I think the game has changed a little bit since I've been, been in it. So I'm kind of good in an analyst role. But uh, TFU, if you get that link at the top of the s- description uh, and just give streamer permission for your name, we'll be able to see it. Because right now it's just coming up as Facebook user. But um, Marcus says, Miami's going to be a problem. Thomas Millen says, what's up, fellas? Late to the party. Just finished up cake and ice cream for my son's birthday. Oh. He just asked me if y'all would make his night and give him a shout out. His name is Rylan Millen. So, Rylan, happy oh, birthday, I'm young buck. Thomas, Rylan, buddy. Tell, tell us... Uh, Tell us how uh, how old he is. Happy birthday, Ryan. Cheers Ryan, to you. Ryan. We'll give you the air horn. We'll give you the air horn there, Ryan. Good, good, uh, good birthday, and thank you for you you and your father checking out our show, man. We appreciate it. Absolutely. Uh, all right, Doug, let's move on to stock up and stock down. Whose stock went up after this game, and whose stock went down? Hmm, it's interesting. Well, I mean, the easy answer, I think, is how stock continues to soar. It feels like big boy throw after big boy throw. Listen, I, when's the last time we had a guy that marched us down the field at the end of the game and really kind of gave you a feeling like, hey, we could do this? Now, I had the same feeling that, oh, no, there's 52 seconds left. But, <laughs> I mean, really, th- that drive was something else. I think Gibson stock is on the rise a little bit after it's been uh, after he's had a slow start to the season. My stock down, I mean the the defense as a whole continues to go down. Uh NFL officiating stock continues <sighs> to go down for throwing a guy out for listen, we talked about this earlier, right? 15-yard penalty, you can have it, he deserves it. Throw the man out of the game. I mean, the guy that got hit in the head didn't even get thrown out of the game. He came back and scored a touchdown. So, like, I don't get that. So, NFL officiating is down. And uh, and my man, Jahan Dotson, again, uh, disappearing act, which is, which is, which I guess is the ugly. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, Ryland just turned eight. Y'all made his, y'all made his fellows. Appreciate y'all. Yes. Happy birthday. Uh, even Brian from YouTube, happy birthday, Ryan. See, look at that. Look at that, yeah, Thomas. Ryan yeah. getting shout outs from, uh, from the crowd. That, that's that's cool. Um, I'll go real quick. So, my stock up clearly, uh, Sam Howe. That's the easy one, but I gotta do the proverbial thing just to piss off. We love us some Sam Howe and the Howlers, but we'll give him this. We'll give him the Howitzer. Man, give him the Howitzer. Our, our soundboard is not coming through today. Cool, because I was talking, but. Um, it is not coming through. There we go. That sounded like a uh, yeah. Uh, my stock up is is Brian Robinson. Uh, he's kind of lost in this heavy pass heavy offense, but he found a way to get you know get in where you fit in sort of deal. It was kind of nice to see him actually making an impact because we don't get him involved enough. Um, stock down. I, I want to say Jack Del Rio, but that stock has been completely plummeting. I'm going to say uh, Benjamin St. Juiced, just because I, I think he did. He's been playing fairly well, uh, but he's had some some struggles against Antonio. Excuse me, AJ Brown, and then coming up against DK, uh, DK and uh, the PI, um, the face mask immediately following, uh, gave up a crucial fourth down and penalty. It was just. Mm-hmm. He's having a rough, rough go at it. Also, but he, he's fine because again, it's that whole witch half. Because you know, he broke up a pass that went for DK and uh, had had him stuck pretty well in the first yeah. half. Yeah, so there were some adjustments that the Seahawks made to get their guys open. Yep, Thomas Miller says stock up. How stock down Del Rio? 
I don't know how much of this you can blame Del Rio for getting burnt on slants, man. Like Del Rio wasn't checking the receiver. How about bro. press? How about call press? Man, Not maybe he did. Nice maybe that dude off. just can't press him. We that were talking about this on the Doug show. Like a, a monster. Is it scheme? Are the guys playing out of scheme, or it's oh. just like do what you feel is comfortable? Like if we don't in position know. to make a play, and you don't make a play. Saint Juice, Juice got pi for pressing the slants. Well, no, he did pass in the fear, by the way. But yeah, look, man, clearly, look, man. Look, man, the thing is, they just weren't, they haven't been calling it that aggressive all game. They just decided at that minute to call it aggressive. That's the issue. Well, I that's have. a great point, Dev, because they were letting him play early. Right, right. Yeah. You know, that, that's the problem. How he did, he did grab one before. And I honestly think it was, I don't know, was it pass interference or defensive holding they called? Was it pass interference? It was, it it like was pass had, interference that should have been defensive, defensive holding. Because he was holding before he threw it. He didn't do anything to him after it was thrown. That's past, That's defensive holding. That's only a five-yard penalty. It still yeah. would have killed a fourth down that they were going for it on, though. You know, it, so I guess it it's kind the, of it, beyond the it point. Was the he same gave play any post the next couple plays later. It's, you know, like that. that's on Jukes, man. The coach's job is to make sure you're in position to make plays. If you're in a position, make the play. Like yeah. that That kind of stuff. I understand that you want uh, Del Rio to be more aggressive and do this and that. But those plays that they're killing us on, they're not killing us on because Del Rio called a bad play. They're calling because the guy ain't making the play on the ball, bro. Right. That's we just, did the same thing twice to them too. Maybe it's their real fault for trusting you. That you yeah. can't, Annie Johnson falls down and Percy <laughs> Butler misses the tackle. Is not Jack yeah. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Dev, yeah, real crazy. quick, stock up, stock down, and then we'll go to Phil. Stock up, stock down, and we'll go to Good Bag Ugly. Great. Uh, go me, ahead, Dev. Yeah. Uh, stock up. Stock up. Uh, I'm going to Bates get stock up, man. Where the hell is yeah. he been, bro? Yes, my guy Bates. I love it. Bates uh, coming Bates. up the first catch of the game. Got caught two screens or something. Bates out there uh, doing some things, man. He looks like an eight-year-old in the face, though. You ever seen Bates? It looks like he's 12, man. Yeah. But uh, babyface Bates uh, out there. And then I'm going to give uh, Stock down. Obviously, I'm going to save him. I'm going to save him for later. Because we all know what he's getting. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Yeah, but um, <laughs> but I'm gonna go stock down, man. I'm gonna give it to Allen. Where have you I been, know. bro? Yeah, you got a sack, bro. But where have you been? Like, what's going on? Tired of, seeing these, back. tired of seeing these uh Debo uh interviews at the end of the game, talking about F this, F that, man, wearing gold chains and stuff, man. Do some bully somebody on the court. Debo somebody on the on the field, bro. Yeah. I think Natia agrees with you. She says stock up, Sam Howe, stock down Ron or John Allen. Pick yeah, I guess Jack. these Facebook users who I'm gonna say they love me earlier said Dave. That was, I love that 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 was, dude, uh, Natia. Tia. Oh, that was yeah, yeah, I love Natia. That's one. Yeah. yeah. How about you, Phil? Stock up. Um Johnny Brown. Coming yeah. up with a big yeah. touchdown catch to tie the game. Caught the ball. First of all, it was a great read by Sam. It was a great move because Sam froze the defense. He looked hard at his check down and then went right over top uh, two defenders to Diami, who caught the ball and then ran it in uh, the rest of the way, putting on that speed we've been waiting to see him see. Uh, so we've been waiting for that to happen for a while since Howell's quarterback. Everybody said, yo, hey, we got the Carolina connection. And finally, it pays off. Uh, so stock up to Deami Brown. That was a big catch. Uh, didn't do much else to game, but hey, when you come up big at the right time, you're gonna get a stock up from me. Yeah. Stock down. Since we said John Allen, I'm going to say Deron Payne. 
Because, again, the interior line, which is supposed to now be the super strength of this team, is just they're not doing anything. I'm seeing the ends making more plays than I am seeing the uh, defensive tackles. They're just not yeah. – I just see them running into the middle. One gets double teamed. The other one gets caught up in a one-on-one, and neither one of them are splitting. Yeah. Marcus yeah. says, uh, stock up Sam Howell and Gibson and Robinson. Stock down the refs. Also, also um, to add to this, um, wallet size down Emmanuel Forbes because the league will most assuredly penalize him uh, financially. Yeah. Maybe, I don't think they will. Perfectly clean hit. If he gets ejected, you're going to get fined. No, no, no. They, a- don't, they don't find everyone they eject, man. They don't do that. They'll look at it against that shit and have it and not, not find it. Was, it was New York that made the call to eject him. New York makes yeah. the call to find I don't, him. I don't think they'll find him. Once that, they was, that, was, that, was, that was John Mayer bullshit at work, as always. Yeah. Well, remember, Dev, you remember Kareem Jackson on Logan Thomas, which concussed him. He got. He didn't get ejected. He got fined. It took him four weeks to get uh, suspended for that. He got fined like fourteen thousand dollars for that hit. I don't think and that was ten times yeah. as bad. Yeah, I don't think it should have been ejected. I can see how a ref will give it a fifteen yard penalty in live action. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I don't, the penalty was too much, man. And it probably it probably hurt us because it ch- when your starting corner gets taken out of the game, that does change your game plan. I'm not it making does. excuses, but it definitely. Changes your game plan. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Thomas Millen says, appreciate everyone with the shout outs. Y'all know how much these kids love their YouTube. He's eating it up, seeing his name on TV. One more time, we'll give you the song. Congratulations. Uh, we got to sing happy birthday to him. We got to do it the right way, dog. Hold on. <clears throat> we going to really do this? <laughs> All right. Happy birthday yeah. to you. you. Happy birthday to you. We're all off and wrong delay. Happy birthday, dear Ryland. Happy birthday to you. Sorry, Ryland. We are on beat. I'm like, y'all know this. And RB band, we are not on beat. You're delayed, Dev. Uh, this is my dad. What's up, Dad Raleigh? Thank you for appreciate appreciate you tuning in. I'm with Stevie. See, he still calls me Stevie. Look at that. That's how you know he's my dad uh, on St. Juice. Makes a tackle, does his chest pounding, then gets burned on the next three plays. Yeah. Uh, Ryan's says stock up. I'm sorry I doubted him. Uh, SH, he's a dog. Uh, stock down. The defense, they played better, but these fourth and fifth conversions need to stop. Yeah, Sam Howell is a dog. I'm guessing this is T again. Sam Howell stayed up. The rest stayed at the hotel. Um, good, EB. Uh, okay, let's go to the next segment here. Uh Doug, good, bad, ugly, great. Let's let's fire through this one uh, quickly here. Uh, let's see. I actually think the good for me is Cam Curl still out there doing the best work he can out there with uh, everything that kind of moves around. Uh, the ugly was, to me, you know, I, I hate to pile on the coaching, but to me there were a lot of little small things that Ron just at this point doesn't, get very well time management being one of them and the ugly i think is i don't know that i'll tell you what that that single point from joey slide came back to kick us in the ass but, i mean you don't think these one points do but it totally changed what they had to do at the end of the game yeah I, i'm with you i it it would have been one more point so let's just say 27 but does it change the calculus to go for two 
I don't think it does. You're still down by two. Even if you went for two, it would be at that point, it would be what? 29. It would have tied. So Seattle wouldn't have fighting to tie it at the end versus a field goal to win. So, um, yeah. Uh, Jimmy Lee Patterson, thank you for joining us. Says, Why does Steve sound like shite? Yeah, I have a little cold, man. I'm coming down with something, sitting, all that sitting in the cold weather watching my son play Not soccer, hurt, man. Everywhere, Steve. That's what it is. Got me out there Steve three nights the a week. Marcus says, uh, good EB in the offense, bringing the ball. Bad Ron Rivera and his time management. Ugly. Why is Jack Garrio got David Mayo in? Is Jabril Cox that bad or Hudson and nickel coverage? Great Sam Howell. I'll reserve my thoughts. Phil, let's get you through quickly. Uh, good, bad, ugly, great. Uh, good. Running back stepping up to be in the passing game when our receivers are getting blanketed. Uh, tight ends, too. Um, so good on that. Bad. Um, just defense. Or she says, uh, bad. I don't say it's bad. The time management by Rivera that was that was bad. Although I will say it didn't quite bite us because we still scored on that drive. I was a little worried that losing two timeouts like that, or losing a timeout like that, wasting it when we should have on that final drive. I was like, oh god, here we go. Um, ugly was the defense folding, you know, like origami on that, that, that final drive by the Seahawks. Um, great. Now you gotta say it, Sam Howe. Great yeah. again. Finding, finding open men, you know, beating, you know, hitting those blitz beaters, drawing in linebackers and making throws. Just, it's the first time in a long time that we have a quarterback who drops back to pass. I'm not holding my breath every time he throws. Yeah. I just, I know if it's not complete, it's going to be there. I don't, you know, it's not one of those things I go. Oh, you got a chance. Know. You got a chance. Oh my God, he completed. Yeah. We haven't had that since maybe RG3. I don't even know. RG3. I don't even know if RG3. I felt this good. Yeah. When the quarterback throws the ball. Uh, when RG3 in 2012. I'm trying to remember if I felt that confident. Kirk? You didn't um, like Kirk? Kirk, there was always a little bit Kirk. of that moment, you know, just yeah. because. I, 2017, Kirk. I didn't dope. trust Jay Gruden. Um, yeah. <laughs> Tia says, I love y'all, but this Bills Denver game is interesting. It's 9 nothing Denver. That's crazy because I need Josh Allen. Are, are, have, have been questionable the last few weeks. I don't know. I think the leagues kind of started figuring them out. Yeah, I would I say need, Josh uh, Allen plays his competition, but I watched our game. Yeah, he whooped our ass. Jimmy Lee says Cousins was never good under two minutes. Dev, yeah. Yeah, good night, ugly, great. And then we'll go to game balls. Uh, good. Uh, good was Robinson's uh, ability to catch the ball in the backfield. Uh, I got to say, before the season started, I didn't see that uh, good surprise coming. Uh Bad was our inability on third and uh, passing downs to sustain any kind of pass block. Um, ugly, obviously, with our ability not to get off the field on third downs and, and uh, to penalize ourselves in the clutch situations. Uh, great would have been Howe's uh, ability to improv uh, on passes to make something out of nothing. Because there's a lot of times we was like three and out, three and out, three and out. Then he make a move with his legs and get us some yards. 
Right. So, uh, yeah, that's my list. Yeah. Nice. Very good. Good points. Uh, my good is uh, being in Seattle in front of 12 didn't didn't do a whole lot. That's kind of, it's supposed to be a tough place to play. Usually that leads to offensive delays a game. I don't think we had one. So to me, that that's a good. That's a check mark that means preparation was done on offense. You'd be getting quick play calls into Sam and they're executing. Nice. Uh, bad Cameron Cheeseman. Every single snap hit the ground. And Tressway saved his ass every time. I don't think there was one good snap from, from Cheeseman all game. One. Uh, ugly. We just uh, we just uh, congratulated him last part too. When we like on the sack a little bit, we like <laughs> we're like, hey, we gave him the old pepper grinder. Right you know what I'm saying? We gave him the old problem. pepper grinder technique, man. Like last <laughs> the, episode, the, 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 the double, the double, the double hand, the, the double hand. Uh, I, mean, ugly. I know you guys aren't black guys. Y'all might not ever know what that ever means. <laughs> but <laughs> unless your name's oh, got, unless you got big in front of your name, you know, me and Big Doug now, don't we? You know, yeah. Yes, uh, the ugly. Oh, wow, my nickname was Big P. Figured that one out. Um, Great Sam Howell. There's no, there's no way around it. The kid's showing a lot of poise, and I'm not going to say Moxie, but he showed me everything I need to see to know we got a, we got a quarterback. So, um, real quick uh, before we go to game balls, Ryan says good running backs being available when Sam was in distress. Bad Saint Juiced, he's boom or bust. I feel like I have to wait five seconds until I'm like, okay, good play. Ugly Del Rio, great how moving in the pocket. All right. Doug, give a uh, game balls. Usually, usually we give one out to each unit. Doug is good, bad, and ugly, and great. Um, yeah, we started with him. Guest oh, always yeah, gets to go too. first, man. And Dev, don't do smoke it. weed every day. I had, I had to do it. I'm sorry. You know, you know it was coming. All right, Doug. Uh, game balls. Who are you going to give your game balls to? Uh, I like I like giving the game ball to the offensive line. Ooh. I, think, I think you mentioned that. I don't think very many penalties their way, as I re- can recall, uh, on this one. Sack rate down. Listen, sacks are going to happen, particularly when you're throwing the ball that many times. I think you can see since Larson's been in there, like whose job it was to make checks at the line. We're not in the room, so we don't know whether it's the quarterback or the center, but obviously he's helped because the sack rate is going down. A lot of that is processing. Well, I think the offensive line was really good uh, this week because they've got some pass rushers on that Seattle team, and they didn't. You didn't notice them quite as much as I thought. I thought Boya Mafe might have wrecked that game, and again, didn't really didn't hear much Frank Clark's name. So uh, I give my game ball to the offensive line. Oh, very good. Yeah, we 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 rag on them when they're down, but you know we we don't give them the props when when they do well. So fair enough. Uh, Phil, what you got? All right, my offensive game ball is going to go to Brian Robinson. Um, you know, limited uh, amount of touches as far as carries. He only had eight rushes. We had 38 yards, which is a healthy four four 4.8 yards per carry. Yeah. He also had six catches for 119 yards. That's almost 20 yards a catch. Two big catches, including the uh, 51-yard touchdown. Defensively... I am going to give a game ball to Jamin Davis. Jamin Davis. 11 total tackles, 6 solo. Um, I'm also going to point out that I saw him him stuff multiple runs at, near, or behind the line. Um, Broke the gap. He was shooting the gap very well. Uh, he missed the tackle on a six-yard six touchdown run, though. He, he did. Well, uh, 
things happen. Um, but still, you know, 11 tackles, made a lot of good plays on the run game. Um, you know, hey, credit where credit's due. Jamin overall had a good game, so he gets a game ball. Okay. Dev, what you got? Uh, game ball for offense goes to how um, he had 312 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. Did have a costly fumble. Uh, he was sacked three times, but um, so I'm going how. He, obviously, he made the uh, big play at the end of the game to put us in position to win, or at least tie. Yeah. Um, he, he had a pretty good overall game. Um, defensively, I was trying to figure that out all day. Um, Cam Curl had seven solo tackles. Uh, did Percy Butler? I'm going to go with Percy Butler uh, because we've been really hard on him. It looks like uh, when when moments on third downs, he's the times we did stop him, it seemed like he was always the guy that was around the play. Uh, so I'm gonna go. Butler didn't lay anything crazy. Go deep over his head. He did miss a, another guy who missed a a big time tackle. Uh, yeah. But other than that, like like Doug said earlier, sometimes the other team's going to make a play sometimes too, right? They're, they're going to yeah. make sacks. They're going to they're going to make plays on offense. I did not expect uh, Seattle not to score, you know. Right. Uh, so I'm Percy going, Butler's not a second rounder either, Dev. He's a fourth rounder. Yeah, not a not a second rounder, fourth rounder. That's why. <laughs> That's why he's props. performing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. A uh, couple couple. Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, Marcus gives his game ball to Sam Howell. Defense Tressway because the defense wasn't inspiring. Uh, Thomas Millen says game ball to Robinson on offense. I like it. Defense, I also believe Jamin Davis. Uh, Marcus, I agree with Doug. Chris Paul and, Ty- and re-signed Tyler Larson. They've made a difference on the O-line. That's right. Uh, Ryan says game ball, Sam Howell. He's starting to read the defense faster, better, and that helps with the O-line. He's becoming more of a mobile quarterback, but still a downfield thriller. Made a great, a couple of great plays, and I'm, I'm starting to see a lot more where he throws the ball out of bounds. We didn't see that early on. It was just take a sack. So I love, I love to see that. I don't care about completion rate. Get rid of the ball, kid. So I, I, I appreciate that. Uh, my game ball. Since you guys are, we, we, Doug, we try not to give uh, the same ball to the same person. It's, it's challenging sometimes, <laughs> given yeah, the circumstances right. of the game. So we already have one for Robinson. We have one for Hal. I'm gonna try to give mine. Uh, I'll give it to Antonio Gibson. I think he played very well in some spot spot plays uh, five for 42 with one one touchdown and then a four for 13 on the ground but i think he did well uh, on defense you guys already gave it to cam we got one for davis we got one for uh tress but I- i'm also gonna go with tress way just because like i said cheesing was so bad if it wasn't for tress i don't think we would have gotten any of those field goals off i gotta go back and look at it i don't know if that's why joey sly missed the first extra point if you guys know i, d- I don't know or did he just shank it I think he just I, missed I, it. I don't he know. Pushed it. I mean, he banged it off the 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 post. It wasn't like he just completely missed it, but he, he did. Yeah, you could hear that. The, you could hear that from the dunk. You could hear that on the on film. All right, and for our final segment, this is the one that we uh, we call the Glock Dookie Award. So, without any further ado. All right, so this is where Dev gives out his annual, excuse me, his weekly Glock Dookie Award for the shittiest performance of the week. So, Dev, without any further ado, uh, who's getting Glock it? Dookie Award goes to St. Juice, you piece of shit, bro. <laughs> I, I, 
I like St. Juice, man, but Canadians, man, y'all some pieces of shit, bro. I'm blaming Floppy all of Canada head. for St. Juice. Floppy heads. Yeah. Floppy head. No, nah, that sounds a little racist from the guy who said Moxie earlier. I'm not in. <laughs> At least it wasn't Sam Howell again. Man, this beige motherfucker, dog. Hey, bro, <laughs> just guard somebody. He's you trying. know what I'm saying? Just guard somebody, man. Like, I don't know. I mean, yeah. first half, man, BSJ, I was like, hey, man, he's doing some things out here. Second half, you play one – you basically got a Glock Dookie war for one half of football, bro. Basically for one drive of football. Basically. One drive. One drive, <laughs> man. That's, got that's you a Glock Andrew Dookie. Wiley territory. I'm trying to that's think of who would have gotten it if he didn't. I was at Mayo, maybe. I don't know who would have got the Glock Dookie if it weren't for him. Danny Johnson for falling yeah. down. That's a candidate. Yeah. I, I thought you were going to give it to Danny Johnson. I think you know, he let a receiver go by him in one game, and then another game he fall, just falls down. Jeez, oh, I Ryan said that. it looked like he changed his direction due to the Seahawks coming in hot. Man. Uh, Jimmy Lee Patterson says, no. Hey, man, still, still to this day, Wally has the most Glock Dookies. He has three of them. He does. Yeah, Shotguns has two. He's just definitely <laughs> made I I wouldn't say that Mayo's you gotta understand Mayo's putting some bad situations in his defense just because he's asked to cover a lot of wide receivers. The bad position they put him in is on the field, bro. That's the position that was bad for <laughs> it him. is, but nobody, none of those linebackers are covering if wide you receivers. You had to choose between John Bostic and Mayo. Who you Mayo. Oh my god, man. Mayo, Mayo. I'll go Mayo. Mayo. I'm not gonna lie. I go Mayo. Oh I go Doug, Mayo. you got you gotta get on this. All right. Who would you who you gotta choose? Bostic or Mayo? I think I think Mayo is uh, safe on that one. Yeah, it's, it's not that I'm far off though, man. Mayo make a, a, a boss can make a play about two or three times yeah. a year though. He if made he had one. had a Glock Dookie Award when Bostic was on this team, man, they have it. Uh, it'd be called a Bostic Award. Would have probably gotten it every week for a while. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, that's good times. Um. Well, that brings us to the end of today's show. It was a tough loss. We're four and six. We're rolling to the Giants this weekend. Like, Doug, you said we are, what, 10, 10 and a half? 10? 10 point under to our favorites on this one. 10 point favorites. Uh, and Damn, don't, don't, don't believe the hype because it was Seattle, was Seattle was seven point favorites. They won by three. So, yeah. Hey. The odds, are about about 10 points. The, odds, the odds of us beating the Giants are, are, are makes as much sense. As like R. Kelly singing "Filling on Your Booty" in prison, like do you think he does that? And uh, Tommy DeVito got hurt, if I'm not mistaken. So I don't know who's the quarterback for the Giants this weekend. Somebody's I have no idea. Than Tommy DeVito, the chances are whoever it is. Oh, they signed somebody this past week. Who was it? Um, Coy. Did you see Tommy DeVito? Uh, where he says he still lives at home, his mom makes his food and gets his clothes oh, yeah. ready for him in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. He's bragging on that. He makes his bed. God, he's- I, I, everybody was mad. I'm like, you lucky fuck. I wish my mom did it for me. Yeah. Ryan said we should have kept Holcomb. Yeah, he, he, okay. Holcomb. he just had a feel bad for Holcomb. He's out. Hey, fellas, I got to run out of here. Hey, Doug, thank you very much, thank man. We appreciate you. Make sure you go check out Doug on the, on the YouTube. I put his link tree in the uh, chat as well. So, Doug, we appreciate you, brother. Take care, Thanks, man. Fellas. 
Uh, close it out here. Uh, Ryan says, hey, boys, I'll be at the game to see Miami and Tua. Y'all be going there. would love to see y'all fools. I think the Miami game is what I'm going to try to get to as well. That I think that would be, for me, the best game to go to. I think it's December 3rd, Sunday, December 3rd. So I'm going to try, Ryan. I'll do my best. If not, I don't know when it's going to be. I'm not going on New Year's Eve. and I'm not. It, and I don't know the Sunday uh, Dallas game, January 7th. So we'll have to see. Uh, Marcus said, I thought Mayo should have got the Glock Dookie because they were killing him on crossing routes. They were. Yeah, yeah. too bad he didn't give up the uh, two uh, pass interferences in a row within a burn for it, you know. Yeah, that's true. One drive. Ralph said, great show, guys. Appreciate you guys. Thanks, Dad, for tuning in, man. We we, we appreciate the love. Thank you. Thanks, Pop, Pop Dukes. Um, Ryan says, I'll bring the bottle. Yeah, yeah, you you bring the bottle. That's right. It could be Hal versus Danny DeVito. I, I mean, DeVito threw for 80 yards uh, last game. Come on. First, the Eagles still on the Cowboys. Listen, uh, if the Giants beat us, we might as well shut this podcast down forever. Um, That's a, we shut this season down for sure. If we lose, I'm nuclear if we, if, if we lose. If we lose to the Giants. It'll be the greatest podcast ever, though, on Monday. It will. It will. Ron better be fired the next day. Yeah. Oh, he better be able to get on the plane. He better be fired the next day. He shouldn't even be a question. If if Ron loses the Giants, then he fly him home on Spirit. (laughs) Or Frontier. We get around there with the IG models and OnlyFans chicks. Thomas says, thanks again, guys. Love it. Everyone be safe. Appreciate you. Thank you, Thomas, and happy birthday to Ryland again, once again. Uh, Yes. Hey, t- Thomas, take Raleigh to go watch The Marvels. It's actually good. Don't listen to the reviews, man. It's actually a fun movie. It's the shortest runtime Marvel movie there is. It's barely over an hour and something many minutes. It's pretty good, man. I had fun. The best part of it was Miss Marvel, bro. If I was a teenage kid, I would like Miss Marvel. I'd read all the comics. It was pretty, she was pretty funny, in it, man. Yeah. Brie Larson can't act but other than her you know <laughs> nah, i like brie larson by the way i'm not gonna lie she does not smile ever in anything though that's true but she doesn't smile well she's a very bitter angry person that's for sure but um, but, um, um actually, I, I don't i don't like the whole miss marvel storyline they gone because they they really have screwed up from where to from their source material in ways that i'm just like you're you're doing the opposite of what you're trying to do here well, um no shout out Shout out to my fantasy team because I am currently kicking Steve's ass right now. And I did it starting Taylor Heineke at quarterback. Yeah. I left 60-something points on the bench. It was bad, bad, bad decision-making. I left six points on the bench, baby. I left 60 points on the bench. I don't know. I don't. I. I don't know. It, hey, shout! Keenan Allen scored me a bunch of points. I had Kenneth Walker, and I had the Seahawks kicker on my roster. Oh man, he cleaned <laughs> up for you. Uh, those were twenty. That was that was forty-five points between the two of them. And then you know I got 41, 41 points from Keenan Allen. Uh, yeah, and then everybody else came and delivered. Taylor Heineke got me a whopping six point six points at quarterback, and I still am up. By Andy 42 right now. Andy pulled a hand. Yeah, your team's killing it. My team underperformed at now, all now, levels. Now, the thing is, that the only thing is that I hope that uh, um, 
Rod loses here, which I think he is. I think Rod's going to lose. I got my ass kicked again. I got my ass kicked every week. I said B. John. I mean, I said uh, Brian Robinson, he had 26 points. I said Kirk, he had 14. Yep. Play yeah. freaking McLaurin. Don't ever play McLaurin in fantasy football. No, he is not. Remember we talked Actually, about this Every time I played McLaurin, you know, except for this week, um, I, have an, I have McLaurin in a different league. And he gets me like he gets me what he's supposed to get, right? Yeah. He'll get enough catches and yards that you know he'll get what it is. But I gotta laugh because right now, uh, Jason Dunaway's losing and Rod's losing, and they're going to lose, which is great because that means that now that puts me in a tie for first place in the Addicts Football League with Rod. It would be <laughs> nice to have a addicts actual standing member of the addicts uh win it you know what i'm saying you can't let the uh, the 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 you know the traders win i'm actually that's I mean, put, i'm in first place i'm gonna be in first place time for first place in this league and then i will be in my other money league i am in second place so i don't know found if you guys were still listening to this long ass podcast we're having today um Rod is going to join us on the Barbershop Podcast during Broadway. Week. He has confirmed. So. We're going to get drunk with a Raiders fan. Yeah. Sure they have a lot of Because they might have a better record than us by the end. So, Yeah, they beat the Jets yesterday. Hey, hey look, they had to go and get a former Redskins linebacker to be their co- coach. Antonio Pierce. I was so mad when we lost him. Who handled, who handled his intern coaching job a lot better than Michigan's intern uh, Assistant coach, <laughs> dude, that dude gave a Terrell Owens. That's my quarterback speech. I start crying. <laughs> That's my coach. We did this for him, but they won though. Everyone said they're not going to win with Harbaugh. They they took it. They took it to Penn State's ass. Yeah, man. Uh, I'm Thomas telling you, Thomas, it's a, it's a, it was a pretty good movie. Um, I'm not gonna. Lie. I went thinking. I went with the lowest of expectations. I went thinking it's going to be crap. No one liked it in the reviews. But I, everyone that I know that's went to see it, there's been about four or five people that I know went to see it. Everyone has said, hey, man, it wasn't bad. It was pretty good. It was fun. Everybody said it was fun. There are, yeah. You can pick apart every Marvel movie, man. There's no way. That people are going to not like a Marvel movie at this point because it's Marvel. They're not going to. Every movie that comes out from Marvel from now on, no one's going to like. They're going to always say something bad about it from now on. Well, every, I really every think Star they- Wars level, bro. They reach Star Wars it, level where there's no one to, you need to chill with it. You know what I mean? There's yeah. just too many. It's homework now to go watch them. I don't know, man. Like, if we just watch them for the movies, it's fun. But it, like you said, you do have to watch all of them now. You, you, Once you, you get caught watch, up, it's awesome. You have to Once watch, you're caught up, you're good. Yeah. You, you have to watch Miss Marvel. You have to watch Miss Marvel on Disney, which is actually, I like that too. I'm telling the only you, one of those COVID, Disney shows I didn't like is the whole She-Hulk. I didn't care for that one. Yeah, well, at least that was entertaining. It has that was terrible. Um, the, the one with uh, She Hope. No, the one with Vision. WandaVision was. Eh. I like WandaVision. It started it's slow. Okay. WandaVision was real slow. slow. It was it started slow. slow. It was good. Yeah. The it, best it took, one I like is uh, Secret Wars. I like that one. Samuel Jackson. Yeah, I haven't Except watched that. Except the ending. Yet. The ending was, was terrible. Was, was, ah, don't spoil uh, yet. I have it in the queue. Loki was yet. the best. First one. two years, first first two seasons of uh, Daredevil were the best. Oh yeah, I don't count those though. Those all those were better except Jessica Jones. That was crap. Which is a shame. I thought that one was gonna be good. Hey, like, Chris Reed a- poses a question. He says on Facebook, if if they're gonna make a coaching change, 
who would they get? There's not a lot to choose from. So given what we know now, let's just say, son. Harbaugh, son. Lincoln Riley, son. There's no coaching change in, in midseason. At this point. No, 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 no. Let's, nah, let's just say, let's preface this. Let's just say at the end of the season. That's yeah, funny. You ask Lincoln Riley if he wants to come. You asked uh, Belichick if he wants to come. You asked, uh, what's the story? Who did I mention at first? Harbaugh. Harbaugh if he wants to come. And if none of them come, you got the Ben Johnson. You still have Eric B uh, for under contract for another year. So that's five. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of guys you can choose from. I would Honestly, go out to McVay. McVay entertains me. At this point, for the sake of Sam Howell, I lean the enemy. What's I do name? not I want I to get. Be. I do not want to go three offensive coordinators in three seasons. For them. If I Jason Campbell territory. Jason Campbell territory. Jason Campbell territory. Get a big, a big name. I would. Uh, if, I mean, if that's how you feel, you might as well just keep Ron. Let him be offensive coordinator. Like, what's the point? <laughs> because you know the like, point to make him an assistant head coach was to groom him to be the next coach to have what we call a peaceful transition. Nah, the man, problem is though, he wasn't supposed to be the head coach here. Ron if the enemy, if the enemy and Sam and the offense continue to play well throughout the end of the year, and let's just say Ron stays, the enemy could be out of here anyways, right? With the better opportunity for a head coach, he's not going to stick around and be a coordinator when someone could offer him. Because I think the Raiders him. are going to offer Air B. I think the Raiders are going to. What he did him. with a fifth round quarterback turned him into a you know leading the NFL and passing here. Probably going to be a pro bowler. Continuity for once in our lifetime. Last time we had an opportunity to have actual continuity was Gibbs and Snyder fucked that up. So let's not do that yeah, again. Get rid of Al Saunders. Yeah. It was, supposed to, it was supposed to be Greg Williams as head coach, and then Greg Blosh would move up to defensive coordinator, and then Al Saunders would remain offensive coordinator. Yep. And Snyder decided, nope, and then Al Saunders left. Okay, we'll go get another offensive coordinator. Here, Jim Zorn. Here's an opportunity. Jimmy says, uh, Antonio Pierce, I've always considered him a giant. I, I, he, yes, I understand. Antonio I Pierce agree. had better, had a more prolific career with the Giants, but he started with us. Yeah. He also said, Jimmy also says Harbaugh. Thomas says, EB midseason, after season, Harbaugh or someone we never heard of that's young. F it. Yeah, he tried. They tried to leave every year the Rams have to pay him more. To I think McVay, dude, McVay's a head they coach, right? Amazon he's contract still, for him. He's still doing television. Man, they're trying to get that dude out of here. He's even trying to leave. So he's not going to be a coach. I don't think he wants to coach anymore. I think he'd rather be on television, personally. Yo, you you need to be in your early forties and make massive amounts of money to be on Amazon. It's insane. I mean, he's only he's in his he's in his mid thirties. No, he's in his forties yeah. now. He was in his mid thirties. Okay, that's fair. Oh, his early thirties here, but that was almost late thirties. That was like 38, 39 or Yeah. Okay. Well, by the time his contract's up, he'll be in his early forties. Uh, I'm actually shocked we have this many people watching still across all the platforms. So this is pretty awesome. <laughs> we we will be thirty seven years on, old. Oh, thirty seven. There you go. Okay, I was wrong. And that's crazy. He's already been to a Super Bowl. He's not even 40. Um, we'll be back Thursday on a live stream for the Giants. Preview the Giants game. This should be a simple win. But with this team, you never know. We are incons- We are consistently inconsistent. And like Dev said, until they beat us, it's hard to pick us to beat them. Because just to re- re- rehash the predictions that we had... Dev had us winning 24-21. 
Bill had 23-19. Thomas Millen had 31-21. Marcus had 24-20. I had 24-20 Seattle. Uh, badass Lord Tipsy. Shout out to Lord Tipsy. 34-30. He had 34-3 <laughs> Washington. Aaron Scher, uh 26-24 Washington. Commander Lorian had 22-21 Washington. So Aaron Scher uh, came pretty close. He nailed our points. He nailed our points. That's right. It was it was close. Um, and and Thomas Millis makes a good point. There's ain't the Giants we played earlier this year by a long shot. Yeah, there's no Daniel Jones. Well, they didn't have Daniel Jones last time either. They had Tyrod. That's true. There's, there's no Tyrod Taylor. Taylor. <laughs> that team is in shambles. That is, you know what, Phil? That is our team, 2018, post Alex Smith and post Colt McCoy. That's what that team is right now. That's that. That's our Mark Sanchez, is that I mean, a Josh it, Johnson team. Josh, hey, Josh Johnson made it look legit though. He made Mark that Sanchez. off. Josh By Johnson. Way, Mark Sanchez, absolutely terrible at color commentary. God, listening to the game yesterday, yeah, you he's not were losing by 30 points. Yeah. He's not everything we did was bad. Everything the Seahawks did was great. It was just like, Jesus, dude. Yeah. Not, Mark not Sanchez a is so bitter because didn't he basically butt fumble with us? No, I was a uh, It was no, no he it did, was he did something was, else that was really stupid in the short time. Though. He basically came off the street without no practicing play for us. He basically pulled a dive. Didn't he give did Adrian Peterson break the did he have set our record for the longest run in team history? Yeah. It Mark Sanchez handed him the ball. That's his congratulations, Mark. You can turn around and give someone <laughs> That's else what the ball. he did. That's right. That's right. All right. Uh any, any other shout out? I one in New York. Yeah. Also, recommend another movie, The Burial. Watch that. It's got Jamie Foxx and uh, Tommy Lee Jones in it. What's pretty it called? Good. The Burial. It's a, it's pretty good. I think it's on Netflix, but it's really good. It's about a guy who uh, suing a a Canadian, a large billionaire can, uh, Canadian company who's trying to, you know, basically defraud his uh, business from him. Based on yeah. the story, Thomas. Really good. Thank you, Thomas Millen. He butt did. Butt. I thought. I thought. I couldn't remember. He had like butt fumble 2.0 with us. Oh, 2.0. Okay, that was about 1.0. 2.0. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Chris says, look, Ron, when he was coaching the you Panthers, are. he was one game away from perfect season. Give him a line that they can block, we will be all right. That's what we've been saying. Nah, man. Like, Ron's only had, like, four winning seasons. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. like he, he's just a great coach. Well, no, no, like, no. Three, three no seasons where he was really good. Honestly, though, if, you watch, getting, like, if you watch Secret Base's uh, review of the collapse of those 15-1 Panthers, you can see it was, again, one of the things where – Ron was given an exceptionally bad set of circumstances. No coach was going to win with that. Right. Um, so. Just like the one he's given here. Just like what he inherited here. That, in that's how I feel with every coach in the Dan Snyder era almost. That's, that's how come I always said that I wouldn't be surprised if they kept Ron. He's only got one more year on his contract, man. Like, why would I mean, he? I think with one more year, they're, they're, they're like, well, well I think, I think you can make him. I think you could take, I think you could keep Ron. I'm not saying this is going to happen, guys. But I'm saying, I think you could keep Ron as head coach and make it, uh, take away all player personnel from him, hire a new GM, right? And let that dude work around this year and hire somebody else next year if it don't work when everybody's out of contract and have to pay everybody off. And then he on top of true. that, on top of that, you would make him hire a new defensive coordinator. That's what you needed and everything, man. You got your OC under wraps. Keep Ron there because I mean players. I think they kind of still like him. I think you just get a, a another. This team plays hard. There. I, I, I will. I'll, I'll agree with you on one point, Deb. This team, if if, if people are like, oh, Ron's going to lose the locker room, 
We've been saying that for four years. It ain't happened. This yeah, team, yeah, I don't think they're going to run. I, I think that I think they feel sorry for Ryan. If anything bad, you know what I'm saying? Because well, they're not they're not playing for him, and he's out here fighting cancer and yeah. trying to turn around the entire organization's culture. You know, I think Ron's number one job here was to change the culture. Number two is find a quarterback. Number three is to win, dog. I like this year was you find the quarterback. Next will be winning. I don't, I wouldn't be surprised. Now, they, now that wasn't Harris's regime that said that. That was like Dan Snyder's regime plan. But, uh, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if he says, hey, these guys got one year left on their contracts. We got a lot of draft picks now. Let's change it up where somebody else is drafting these guys. Let's get another defensive coordinator in here to get some more youth in the building and then yeah. roll with it one more year. I don't I wouldn't say I wouldn't be surprised. It wouldn't be I don't think that would be a horrible thing. The fans would heads would oh explode. they would flip. But but oh. I think I think especially especially if they they end up with a run. Like if they end up with a run where they went three or four of them. That's like, if, Ron, if I'm Ron, I just hand it over at this point because you want another yeah, year. what Ron in the past few weeks looks like he has aged 20 years, like presidency, right? It ages you look old yesterday. Like, in wait, I, at first I thought he was Del Rio, yeah, because Del Rio's always had a more cragged face. Looks like he's losing <laughs> some weight, too. Ron, but Ron, Ron just the past week, like, he looks way older. I'm just like, yeah, it, it's getting to him. Yeah. Let him, let, let's finish out the year one way or the I other. I in the White House, bro. And yeah. then, hell, like I said, our offense is now at 16th in the league, and we're averaging 21 points a game for the whole season. We didn't think this, this offense was nowhere near that in any category early in the season. So it's been a big catch-up just to get to league average, which means that there is a definite improvement on the offensive side. If this improvement continues, just hand it off to the EB, let him take over next season, have a peaceful transition of power, have some some sort of you know consistency um, from one you know regime to the next in terms of somebody who's been in the house is still in the house let a new gm come in with eb you pick in you know your new coordinators and then you move forward that's what i think this whole thing was was for a trans a, a peaceful transition from ron to eb i think that has been the plan from day one i i agree it's it's and i think um, a big person who orchestrated this is andy reed andy reed is ron rivera's mentor andy reed gave ron his first shot in philly Andy yeah. Reid is responsible. Andy Reid is the, the the patriarch in all of Tomlin this. Tomlin also is a name. Mike Tomlin, Tomlin ain't going anywhere. He ain't yeah, leaving. The Steelers are double his salary. I think his contract's up. His contract's That's what the Steelers do. They they maintain consistency in coaching. That's that's what they do. They've had what three coaches in like fifty years. It's, it's amazing that the Steelers have a have as good a record as they do, considering the fact that Matt Canada is an awful offensive coordinator. Yeah, we we'll probably fire him. Thomas Miller said, "This is awesome. I'm surprised y'all still on. Have a great night, fellas. See you Thursday. Thanks, Thomas. We appreciate it. Let's get to these final couple comments, and we'll we'll shut it down here. Um, I think Chris is still saying, "I'm done waiting for Ron to come through." Um, I'm sorry, that's Chris McDaniel. Chris, thanks for joining us, man. Hitting us from Facebook. Chris Reed said, then we start over again. I'm tired of listing that. Back to the 80s when Gibbs came. They wanted to hang him his first year. Uh, Chris well, that's because he lost his first five games. They wanted to hang him after that. Yeah. yeah. yeah Chris Tomlin is rooting for him to be successful. By the way, well, Tomlin refused to extend his contract. He's going to be done this year. 
I don't see them getting rid of him, but he, he refused to extend his contract. That's what I'm saying. Like, like there's a lot of there's a lot of ways. Tom will be a fucking ballpark knockout the ballpark. Oh yeah, I'd, I'd pick him over any. I'd pick him over Belichick. I'd pick him over Harbaugh. I'd pick him yeah. over any of them. Over everyone. Period. Yeah. Chris says, "Forgive me. I've lived the Allen area. I've seen all the great plays. I've sat in RFK, freezing my ass off, watching those stands just shake." Jamie says, "Get well, Steve." Uh, yeah, I just got a little bug, man. I'll be all right. Um, I want to give a shout out to uh, our senior VP for uh, hospitality and guest experience, Joey Colby uh, Bogovich. He's going to be leaving the team come the end of the year. Um, he's going to take something a little closer to home. He's going to be the Chicago Fire Football Club Vice President of Match Day Operations and Guest Experience. So he's calling, leaving an NFL team and going to an MLS team in Chicago. I'm he's a Chicago here. guy. He has roots yeah. there with family. So um shout out to you joey you've always been great with the fans you've you i've shaken your hand i think three times uh between training camps and i the first last year you scanned my uh you were you you were didn't i mean sorry when phil and i went to a uh was it the preseason we saw you scanning tickets as the senior VP of guest experience, you were scanning tickets to get his name, which is pretty cool. So, shout out to uh, Joey. Best of luck to you and your and family. Wasn't it? Wasn't his husband the one that came up to you and, and thought it was great that we were talking so nice about him? And which is yes, it was weird because we were just talking about why? Why is how cool is it as the senior VP is scanning tickets and his husband was behind us and he he thought we were going to talk smack about about him. He's like, I was going to have to you know say something, but it was just all complimenting and he just happened to hear it. so that's that's kind of a cool story um fellas any other closing comments before we part ways till thursday shout out to joey shout out to my ps2 for getting me through last night instead of me being on social yeah. media ass ps2 uh, i was telling these guys I, I i i found and this is a hard game to find and i'll tell you why i found a copy of def jam fight for and why fight for new york which is a fantastic old PS2 game. I still play my PS2 because I'm an old school guy. And I, instead of, uh, you know, getting on social media and just fighting with, you know, fans making stupid comments, I just said, you know, let's go turn turn this game on that I paid $100 for because you can't find it anywhere. Oh, my goodness. You need to join yeah, the new jam with us, me and Steve. Do what? You need to join the new jam with me and Steve. You can still play Def Jam on the new jam. Well... I have a PS2 though. Yeah, and it works um, beautifully. You have a VCR also in the Betamax. No, you have I, have a, VCR, I, have I have a VCR packed away in storage. By the way, wow, I got a record player though. Nice. Let me tell you something though. Just it, it's just it's fun. It, it's, it's fun. I mean, I look. I have a PC. I play games. I get stuff off of Steam all the time. Playing a lot of the the, the, the new AEW game, Fight Forever. That, that's tons yeah, of fun. Me and Rob play Starfield. Yeah, I got an Xbox One. I don't have an Xbox Series X or whatever. I don't have any of that. Um, I don't have a current gen system, and that's because I don't play games that often. So it's not worth it. No. Chris Reed says, taking us back to the old days, said, "Man, Raptor of seats shake. They were scared to come into RFK, and if other teams uh, fans, you didn't say a word, you get your ass kicked if you did." This is this is the mentality that Phil's Phil's trying to get our current generation crowd. To kind of bring into FedEx, but I, I, I think the culture is getting there slowly. We just got to have some winning seasons, and it'll, it'll turn that way. Um, I want us to be putting fans through tables. I don't want Bills fans jumping through them voluntarily. Yeah, uh, 
Yeah. We'd be putting some like Dudley Boys 3Ds on people. I can't see whose name this is on here. That's uh, Chris McDaniel says Steve has that Barry White thing going on. Yeah, it's got. I want to say he's Asian. He's not Barry. Well, he'd be Barry uh, White. Uh, I'm, doing <laughs> uh, I'm doing my best at least Suggs impression. Barry that White. man's Barry White. He's the true Barry, Barry White. White. All right, we'll be back Thursday. Uh, please go hit the Very like button if you're watching this on YouTube. If you're watching this on Facebook, roll over to YouTube. Just hit that like button for us. That would be super awesome. We would greatly appreciate it. This will be out here momentarily in about 15 minutes on an audio podcast in case you want to catch it on the replay. Um, shout out to Big Doug again. About, yeah, shout out to Big Doug for joining us, the Big Douglas Show. Uh, please make sure you're subbed up to him and check out his podcast as well. Um, thank you, everyone, for tuning in. We had Chris, we had Chris Reed, Jimmy Lee, we had Tia, we had Thomas, um, we had Ryan, we had Marcus, we had the OGs who always come. My dad, Raleigh, appreciate it. Hey, Raleigh, had happy birthday. Riley, 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 Riley. Riley, happy birthday, Ryland. Once yeah, again. happy birthday, Ryland, uh, Thomas's uh, son. Um, Ryan Butler hit us on YouTube. I think that was pretty much it. If I left anyone, hopefully I didn't. Yam for popping in early in the beginning. So thank you very much. Uh, we love you guys. We oh, one more comment here from Thomas it says, "Same with the games. Don't play like I used to. It's too expensive to pay for all that new ones. And games that I'll play once a month, maybe Phil. I got an Xbox One original. I Damn, play Halo from the top view. Man, I used to play some Halo. Like you got the green the, one, the yes, big green, the the big black box, Madden, the green circle. The best Madden is Madden 05 for the PS2, and I have that. So is I can that, go back and play." Against you know Clinton Portis and Mark Brunel and all those guys. Yeah. I want Dallas, was, so I Dallas was really good in that, if I remember. Or were they bad then? Actually, um, Washington. If you play franchise mode, I played a couple different versions of franchise mode. Washington always gets really good. Like Washington will go to the Super Bowl with Gibbs as head coach. Ninety-one Tecmo Bowl yeah. had a uh, them on there. The ninety-one. Ryan Butler says, "Great show. Thank you much. We we appreciate it." Okay. Hey, share it. Tell everyone. Come check us out. We, we Tell your friends. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. Facts. Madden 05. Yeah. Madden 05. Fantastic soundtrack. I like Dreamcast. That was one of my favorite systems, I think. 56K win modem, baby. Dreamcast. What was the other one? Uh, Neo Geo. Remember Neo Geo? I had a Neo Geo. Oh, my God, yes. I had a Sega Master System <laughs> with 32X. Yeah. Ron will be fired sooner than later. I, 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 Chris, I think if he loses this week, week, yes. If he loses Monday, don't wait for the bye week. Monday, Not Sunday night, he gonna be on Spirit, <laughs> flying home. <laughs> the only fans they won't fly him back. They're gonna they're gonna leave him there. And be like, find your own plane ticket. Yeah. You lost. Step aside one of John Gruden's girls. Flying anywhere because it's a home game. And then you can come on this show uh, and chat with us, Ron. Yeah, Ron will be sitting on the plane with one of John Gruden's girlfriends, man. On the spirit. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're, we're signing off here. Thank you very much. We love you guys. We'll be back Thursday, 8.30 p.m. East Coast time. And until then, uh, peace and hail. We out.